she always rises. And so will you. Welcome to the Persephone is Rising podcast. I am your host, Shannon, and I'm super grateful for your presence. Thank you for listening. Hello, and welcome back to Persephone is Rising podcast. Thank you so much for listening again. You really have no idea how much I appreciate it. I wanted to do another podcast on mental health because it is the Let's Talk campaign here in Canada. And yeah, I think it's really important to be open, honest, and very supportive of mental health, anyone having any mental health problems, because it really can happen to anybody, anyone. It could happen to you. There is no face. There is no type. There's nothing that can predict who it can happen to. So it's always really, really important to be tolerant. My first experiences with anxiety happened in my early 20s. I can't remember exactly when, but I do remember the first anxiety attacks were very scary to me because I didn't understand really what was happening. I had grown up experiencing anxiety by proxy, but never my own personal experiences. I didn't know what it was like to feel it myself. One of the first anxiety attacks I remember having, I was sitting in a cafe and I just felt like that heart starting to beat faster and a little dizzy kind of like this surreal hazy feeling and I just felt like I had to move like I had to leave didn't matter what was happening I just had to get out of there it's almost like you disassociate a little and some people might have that experience too I didn't talk about it a lot at first. I went to certain people for advice because they had experienced anxiety before, but I wanted to, in my own way, find what worked for me. And one of the things that worked the most was music. So if I was out in public, I had my headphones on all the time. And some days were so bad that I wouldn't even leave the house unless I had music in my ears and sunglasses on my face shades and music it was like a protective barrier because public chatter and activity was very overwhelming to me at this time I could not go outside especially if it was a really sunny day bright sunny people talking traffic it was just too much for me so music and shades were really good for that anything that was blocking me from that I couldn't leave home without it but anxiety is I find it's insidious. It sometimes grows and it mutates and and that's what was happening for me. The older techniques, just listening to music, it wasn't enough anymore. The sunglasses were not enough. So I needed more help. Um, I was at this time not leaving the house very often at all. I was taking a couple of prerequisite courses. There was math, I think, and, and chemistry. So I was leaving the house twice a week. I was determined to get accepted into nursing school because I wanted to work in palliative care. And I was taking a bus one day. This bus was the one that took me directly to my school. And it was a route that takes the highway for a good portion of the trip where there are no stops. So you can't get off. If the bus is crowded, which it often was, it's it's a little overwhelming. It's a little scary. I had this feeling that was like claustrophobic. And I remember just sitting there and fidgeting and moving. And I'm pretty sure people saw me and thought, what is wrong with her? I just felt that my head and my heart were just going to explode. I literally felt I was going to die in a very gruesome public way. And that terrified me. I started learning about visualization because like I said 
the music and the sunglasses were not helping me as much anymore. There were some anxiety attacks that were too strong for that. I learned about visualization and I would sit on the bus with my music and my shades and I would visualize a protective bubble around me that was pink, white, shimmery, sparkly. I visualized it keeping all the good energy in and just sucking all the bad energy out. No negative vibes. No, Nobody else's energy could get inside this bubble. Like I was protected. And this worked for a while as well. One day I had this really, really bad anxiety attack. I was sitting on the couch at home. I was watching the X-Files. I was basically in the safe zone. I mean, I was in my own home. I was watching one of my favorite shows. My husband was there. And I started to get that familiar feeling of dread. And I was so angry because I thought this is the one place that I can be my home. This is my safe place. This is my sanctuary. And anxiety got through and I couldn't figure it out. I went to lie down. My husband held me. He was trying to comfort me and I pushed him away. That was terrifying. So I went to go see my family doctor and I was prescribed Celexa, which is an antidepressant that can be used for anxiety as well. I looked up this medication. I talked to a few people who knew about it, who had experiences with it, and I decided ultimately that this was not the right thing for me. Now, I just want to say, I think it's important that you do what's right for you. Everyone should do what's right for them. Medication is sometimes a good idea. Sometimes it's not right for other people. It just depends on the person and medication just wasn't the right path for me. So I did not fill that prescription. I threw it out. I went to go see my doctor again. Things had gotten worse. The techniques were working for a while, the music, the visualization, the shades, but it got worse. So I went back to see my doctor. I told her, look, things are getting bad again, but I'm really reluctant to take medication. I'm just, I'm, I'm not comfortable with it. She understood and she was very supportive, but she said, I think that maybe you would benefit from an outpatient program at one of the big psychiatric hospitals in my city. This was very scary to me because as I've said in other podcast episodes, I grew up hearing about, this was the, the English hospital in my city. I grew up hearing about this hospital and it was almost like this old joke, you know, be careful or you might end up at this hospital. We didn't talk about mental health the way we do today. Even today, it's it's often not really great. But back then, it, I think it was worse. And it, it was often, I think, a joke because of fear that you could end up there yourself. Knowing that my doctor was trying to get me voluntarily to become an inpatient for this hospital was basically like my worst fear coming true or one of my worst fears coming true. I decided not to go. And again, I'd like to say this was my decision. I don't regret the decision. I might have made a different decision if I had done things differently. I don't look back and think about what I could have done differently. There's no point. I made the decision that was right for me, but it's okay to admit that you're in pain and go to someone for help. It's okay to go to a hospital, to admit yourself to a hospital, to go to an emergency room. It's, it's okay to ask for help is what I'm trying to say. Everybody does things differently and you always have to do what is right for you. What I decided to do was to work on the techniques that I already had, the tools in my toolkit for anxiety, 
modify them and pick up new ones. I don't remember where I picked up this technique. It might have been in a book. I know I had one that was called the Anxiety and Phobia Workbook, which is a huge book. Costs, I think, 25 to 30 dollars but it's a really great book I didn't peruse completely through it but I think one this tip is something that I picked up from from this book I would address my anxiety directly I would say I control you you do not control me this is my body this is my mind I have control over what happened not you anxiety not you. This worked the best out of every single technique that I had ever used. But the fact remains, anxiety morphs and some things work better on some days and other things work better on other days and that's okay. You you learn to go with the flow and you learn to work with what you have and you learn to do the best that you can. I became braver and I was able to experiment. I would go out naked. <laughs> I mean without earphones, without sunglasses on a sunny day. And if I would start to feel anxiety, I would breathe. And I would say inside my head, hey, 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 you simmer down now. This is about me. I'm not saying it was easy. I'm not saying it's the better road to go rather than to take medication or to go to the hospital. No, that's not what I'm saying. This is my story. So I'm telling you what my story is and how I handled it. Might not be the best for you, but that's okay. It has been almost 10 years since I had a bad attack like that. I'm not going to say that I don't experience anxiety anymore at all, because that would be a lie. Of course I do, but I am better equipped. I have a really great toolbox. I'm gentler on myself today. If anxiety does come up, if I start to feel those things again, then I tell it to back off. I do what I have to do to take care of myself. Anxiety doesn't always look like you think it does. I think as human beings, we often love to think in the box. We have to stop that. Sometimes it's quiet on the outside, but screaming in fear on the inside. Sometimes anxiety is agitation and trying to control a situation or a person. Sometimes it's anger and yelling, and sometimes anxiety is crying, just crying. You may not always understand it, but please, be gentle with everyone that you meet. Keep doing what you're doing to make yourself feel safe and comfortable. Take my techniques or find your own. Find what works for you. Be creative. Have fun with it. Remember that it's okay to open up and lean on someone if you're ready. There's no shame. Also, it's always a good idea to listen to other people's opinions, especially if they have experienced something similar to you. But ultimately, you know what's best for you. In my opinion, taking charge of your own mental health and doing what you feel is right, as long as it's safe, is the most empowering thing that you can do. And say this with me now. I hold the power over my anxiety. It does not have power over me. And you keep saying that until you believe it. You got this. Thank you so much for listening, especially to this personal episode. I think it's important that we share our stories because there are people out there who think they're alone. They think that they're the only one experiencing what they're experiencing, but they're not. There's a lot of us out there. There are a lot of people going through a lot of things. So if you feel comfortable enough sharing, share your story because there's definitely someone out there that's going to benefit from it. Thank you so much.